Hey, I'm Miss Chrissy. And I'm Steve. And this is JAGCast, episode 131, the podcast of the Jenkintown Arts Garage. Yeah, where we like to talk to artists, entrepreneurs, and other interesting people at the intersection of the arts and technology, or as we're doing lately, just ourselves. Yeah. So <laughs> it's technically when we're recording this, it's not quite the end of spooky season, but when you're listening to this or viewing it on YouTube or somewhere, it may be just after spooky season has ended. And so uh, the stores may have changed over to Thanksgiving, but we have one more. Oh, They're doing Christmas already. Thanksgiving oh, comes oh. before. Well, nope, there is no Thanksgiving anymore. There's just Christmas. No, That's there was right. some Thanksgiving stuff, but there's Christmas out like full board. Like get your Christmas jammies now. Okay, well, interesting. Anyway, as I was saying, we've got one more spooky thing to talk about because, uh, well, over the weekend, there's the two things. Over the weekend, we were at a block party, right? Yeah, we were at the block party of my block. Uh, on your block. And we uh, we saw some strange lights in the sky. We right? did. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you explain? I'll, I'll share a little, little image here for those viewing. So, a party, and then these um, orange things start flying across the uh, sky in like a little, it went like blip, 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 blip. <laughs> blip. There was a lot of like them. Eight of them, right? At least. Probably more. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of them. They just kept coming up from behind the tree line. The, the little picture that we posted on Facebook, you can see two of them, but there was like like maybe a dozen. Yeah, so I posted on the community page because that is really what I think the, the best use of the community pages is to find out about random crap. Yeah, um, there's a there's a Facebook group uh, for the Jenkintown community. That's what I mean, we're talking I about. guess it's like, useful for other things. Like, have you seen my cat? I don't know. Anyway, so I posted on there hoping that someone would let us know what these little orange blips were. You thought they were drones. You were pretty convinced they were drones. Well, right? I thought I thought they were drones at first uh, because they were all going in the same. They were all going in the same path, but maybe yeah, they, they were do. not. Maybe they were. Uh, maybe they were actually something else entirely. Right. No. So the I th I think the verdict is that they must be. Uh, Chinese lanterns, like, but there were some interesting um, options given by the, the folks of Jenkintown, like Starlink satellites. Um, do, yeah. want, do, we, do we want to look at some of the comments publicly or just uh, not? Technically, the, technically, it's a public post. Okay, well, whatever floats your boat. Maybe it's. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you just tell me? I, I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't show the uh, the actual post uh, poster's name. Um, e. T. in a pumpkin suit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a lot Santa of Santa test flight. Maybe Chinese spy balloons. Uh, someone said I'm also wondering. Yeah, I was wondering too. Um, what else? A full moon. So something weird. Um, I thought there were some other interesting ones. Oh, Rona spreaders. <laughs> I like that one. Rona spreaders. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it seems to be that they are these. So there are these things. What are they, Steve? They're, they're Chinese. 
turns, you you buy them and you set them on fire and you put them in the sky. And they're supposed to be pretty. I think that's I did some Googling. Yeah, but I I mean, do they have motors or little fans or something? They they, they were all going this pouch. I'm going to look it up. They're actually what are they? Hold on. I'm looking. Maybe they just caught an air current because they were all they were going in such a straight line. I like know, right behind each other that I was like, it's wow. It's kind of like a party thing. It's like a, it's like, you know, set them off at your wedding and make a wish type thing. Hmm. That's what, what they're intended for. So I did see uh, their wish lamps, sometimes called, but, um, you know, and you can get like 12 of them on the cheap side for like 15 bucks or on the expensive well, side for like 30 some bucks. So you're just flying these things in the sky. Now, what I want to know is um, where do they go? <laughs> I, I, I want to know if uh, if everybody heard that that loud uh, notification that bell. You. That was you dinging me. I guess I should turn it no, off. No, was it me? I, I haven't done anything. It said you updated the note. Or that's how slow my That's computer. iCloud finally updating on your computer. <laughs> Gotta put on do not disturb. Anyway, yeah, these things are are for sale if that's what they were they were. But I like to think that it was some aliens uh, prelude to invasion, because what's been on my mind since I saw it was that that uh, movie that came out on Hulu like I think a couple weeks ago called No One Will Save You. Yeah. Okay. So you want to tell me about this movie that? I see. I don't like scary movies, so I didn't see this movie. I'm not going to see this movie. So the this is the most I'm going to engage with this movie is right now during this podcast. Like this is well, all you got. Like I'm not going to get off the podcast and go like watch the movie. It's not going to happen. I don't do spooky. Don't do aliens. Don't do sci-fi. Really. So this is it. So this is your one shot, Steve. Unless uh, you want me to watch the movie. I don't know. I, I wish you'd watch the movie. But anyway, this movie has been on my mind. Not because I think it's the greatest movie. I actually have some issues with it, and it's a, and I find it a little goofy, more than scary. But the the uh, potential alien invasion of Jankatown made me think, hey, how would we survive an alien invasion? Maybe we can get some tips on what to do and what not to do from Bryn, the heroine of uh, No One Will Save You. So is so. Bryn young? Because that's a young name. Bryn is young. Bryn is like... Maybe early, like early twenties. Okay, so yeah, that's a pretty so. accurate time frame for the. Oh God, I bumped my go girl. Oh God, no, not your go girl. <laughs> <laughs> we're just opening, open, just, just open cans of go girl right here. Anyway, <laughs> uh, go girl is not a sponsor, but if go girl would like to sponsor the podcast, you can reach out. Uh, so Bryn, Bryn is. It's a young twenty-something girl. She, it's the movies. The movie is actually more about like a weird, the weird like obsession that a lot of a lot of uh, creators of films today have about making everything about trauma and uh, you know getting that kind of thing. Because it's really, really, it's really about what happened to her in the past and her her with her friend and everything. But it starts out with her being alone in this big house. And it, it, there's almost no dialogue in the, in it, so it's just her kind of doing stuff, getting getting uh, she writes letters to like some friend where she's apologetic of things, but she goes to to 
to town. She lives a solitary existence. She goes into town and everybody hates her. Like she goes down the street uh, to like deliver some mail, like put some mail in the mailbox something. Cause she lives out in like kind of like it's a little in middle of nowhere. Like she has a decent sized property, some trees around it. So she, she has to drive to town to mail something. Middle what? Of nowhere. She lives by herself in the middle of nowhere in a big house. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not quite the middle of nowhere, but it's like, you know, wow. suburban. Um, How does she afford that big house? Uh, yeah, big, they'll, they'll get into that. So basically. Oh, they tell goes, you? Well, yeah, you, you figure it out. Yeah, she going, she's going into town. But what's funny is her introduction is everybody hates her. And it's actually, I. this is why I think this movie's goofy. Uh, like she, she goes down, there's like her closest neighbor. You know, it's like one of those places where the neighbor is like a half an acre away or something. She goes down, like her closest neighbor just glares at her and walks away. <laughs> she goes in the town and like everybody's just like giving her an evil eye. And she's just like this 20 year old driving a Subaru uh, hatchback, you know, <laughs> or something and going to town. She goes to mail stuff. She hides behind a car at one point when she sees a police chief and uh, his wife. And she looks terrified. So you, you, it, and, and like you, this is all this just set up for her just to demonstrate that she's shunned completely by the townspeople. So part of the meaning of the of the title might might be related to that. No one will save you because no one's going to come and save her because she's like the outcast. Uh, but she's shunned by them, and and this is just all an introduction to kind of give you a sense of the town. And uh, one of the first things she that, that happens in this movie is when she leaves her house, she sees like some weird mark on her grass. Uh, kind okay. of, kind of crop circle like. Okay. It's like a little burn mark, and she tries watering it, or like dead grass. But anyway, this whole introduction is just kind of, it's kind of what it is, an introduction. Nothing, nothing really happens yet. And then she goes home, and it's at night, and she like, she dances, I think. She's like reading a book. She goes to bed. Then, this is the best part of the movie, and it's right up front. The best part of the movie is the aliens come and start messing with her. So <laughs> she's, she's sleeping, all the all the lights go out, but she doesn't notice. Oh God, the light! Your light. The 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 lights go out. Then uh, you know they they come back and then and then there, there's like a light outside. Anyway, she she gets kind of woken up, and she awakens and she hears some noise and the lights aren't working. She goes out. She tiptoes out of her room, goes to the top of her stairwell, and this is a spoiler. I put the spoiler alert thing in the in the thumbnail. People, we're gonna I'm gonna talk about the movie. And she she looks down, and this is where it's really well filmed. She looks down her stairwell, and and like her living room is off to the side, like from her gaze, it's down to her left, and there's like a little bit of an obstruction, like there's like the like the entryway has I don't know what it's, it's like an old house has like a, a thing. So she sees some kind of humanoid thing like walking around in there, and then it kind of like skitters into the kitchen. She's like, well, what the hell is that? And then she tries to very quietly step back as you would when some weird thing is in your house the door was open she doesn't know what's happening she she steps on like the the plank like on the wood and it makes a, a sound and it's like oh shit and then it starts running after her so she like she runs back into her room to try to hide under her bed and she can hear this thing scampering so creepy it's like scampering around then it opens the door and comes into her room and you see and this is kind of where the movie kind of loses it a little bit because they show the aliens a lot but you see this like humanoid alien, gray alien, big eyes, freaky little like freaky like toes, like a hand, like his feet look like my hand, like little toes. Anyway, it um freaky thing jumps on the bed, looks around for, it, makes weird sounds, and then like goes out the Wait, window. Is it small? No, it's like well, it's like five feet tall at least. You know, it's like a right. And then, but this is not the end of it though. This whole scene, it's not the end of it. She, it leaves, <clears throat> and then 
you know, like like she thinks it's gone, but she goes walking around, and they're still they're still in the house, right? And uh, like, uh, uh, well, the thing leaves, and then I think the first night it leaves, and then she goes she in the morning. Uh, wait, no. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So this whole this whole thing keeps keeps going on. Uh, there's the, the whole scene is is pretty interesting. They, the, the, it's she thinks it gets away, but it doesn't. She w- starts walking around and she hears on the roof, and basically it comes after in her house. And but the thing about it is it messes with her, <laughs> and it turns out that these aliens, of course, have telekinesis. Chrissy, the spoiler alert here. <laughs> so it messes with her using telekinesis. <laughs> so she's like trying to hide from it. It's like throwing things around her house, and then it like grabs her. Like she has a she has a table in her living room full of all these little houses that she that like uh, like a model houses of the town. It like throws it up through telekinesis. Yeah, and then she so in it then it tries it starts walking down her hallway at one point during this whole scene really creepy man okay imagine like this like five foot tall whatever naked gray alien dude just kind of sauntering towards you down a hallway and it just uses telekinesis to telekinesis to grab her and drag her towards him and it it like lifts her up in front of him in front of it and then and spins her around so they can go face to face and when this happens she had grabbed the piece of of debris from the uh the houses and like accidentally stabs it right in the side of the head and you get a real close of this ailing like dying and then it collapses to the ground dead and then she just kind of huddles in a corner all night long terrified just watch looking at this dead body of an alien in front of her and like that's the intro alien what do you do with a dead alien see this is why this movie is is actually pretty good when when, in a lot of ways because that is a good question because she gets up and, and the morning and she has to do something with this. Well, she can't lift the alien. She's not strong enough to like carry it. She she goes and she covers it up, uh, and she goes to outside to get in her Subaru, and it doesn't start. All the electrical is dead. The phones don't work. Nothing works. And I got to tell you, that scene with the aliens going after her, like in this movie, uh, it happens again later, is amazing. But <clears throat> so she goes down into town, and she sees like there's evidence of of. Um, like it, it seems like everything's cool in town. Like maybe it was just just her or something that night. Uh, but she she goes to like the police station. She takes a bicycle to go down there because she her cars doesn't work. And then she runs into the the cop, uh, the police chief, and the and the um, and his wife who spits in her face. <laughs> and then she doesn't say anything. So this is where the movie kind of loses me a little bit because I was screaming at it. It was like, come on, here's the one thing you should do in an alien invasion. Okay, first of all, yes, definitely have a weapon nearby apparently that is helpful because her, she accidentally killed the thing in in self-defense uh if the alien is telekin telekinetic we're kind of in trouble uh as you'll see later in the movie if you watch it but uh if assuming the alien's not telekinetic i think we can take him if we have a weapon so i'm just saying so have a weapon is my step step one have a weapon i always like to have a weapon available in case of aliens invading uh anything can be used as a weapon but apparently a piece of a house model is very good as a weapon but go to the police is an obvious thing you would do. If someone in some thing invaded your house and you have its body sitting in your living room, you'd go to the police. But then she doesn't say anything, Chris. <laughs> she doesn't speak a word. The movie is so frustrating in this, re- in this regard. She doesn't speak. It's like, just open your mouth. It, like, I don't care how much they hate you. They're still cops. They have to like listen to you, take a report. There's two other cops in that whole building. Talk to them. She just turns around and leaves. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> 
I, I could kind of understand it because you. I actually probably would have cut off a piece of the alien and taken it with me just as evidence. Like I would have cut off his hand or something and be like, look, the rest of this thing is in my house right now because you can't get it in the car. You can't like transport a, lot, a, a large amount of material, but just cut off some part of it and take it with you. Um, okay. It is gross, but like you want to get the military to come to your house and they all hate you. You're going to have to have some strong evidence. So I think she should have done that. So have a weapon. If you're going to go to the police, get some proof that it's there, that that's a thing. Like, you know, if you've killed it, I mean, might as well cut it up. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so she goes to the police. That doesn't work. So she goes home and decides uh, no one's going to help me. So she fortifies her house and gets ready. Because I guess she just knows that they're going to come again, I, I guess. Do they go she, she, to other people or just her? Oh, oh no. She tries to leave. She tries to leave town. That's number number two. So first you go to the police if you want to you want to survive. You have a weapon, you survive the initial invasion, okay? The, or the initial like the the um what would you call it? Uh the, the little incident. The incident. I don't know. It's like they're they, obviously it's not the full invasion yet. They're just they're just checking out your fortifications. You survive that. You go to the police. The police can't help you or they don't believe you or whatever. It's called uh, no one will save you. So then what's, what else would you do next? Logically, you try to get out of town, right? So her Why car doesn't work. What? Why can't she get out of town? <clears throat> she gets on the bus to go out of town, right? It starts yeah. going out of town. But but these are not just normal aliens like you might have seen on Unsolved Mysteries back in the 90s. These aliens have something weird about them, like a parasite or something in their throat. And then she encounters some humans on the bus who are acting mysteriously alien-like and go after her. And then and, and she runs off the bus, and then she, she runs back home. Uh, you know, what's weird about it is, like, not everybody in town is obviously, uh, like, body snatched or whatever is going on, right? But this guy, these people attack her on the bus, and one of the guys just, like, gets out of the bus and starts just walking, following her. But she, it, like, I, I don't know. Does he give up at one point? No police come and are like, hey, man, what is going on? And then see that he has some weird thing in his throat. There's a lot of holes in the plot here, I feel like. I feel like if it was um in Jenkintown <laughs> that the police would probably investigate some random attack on, uh, on a person on a bus where the guy's, like, climbing like a spider on top of the seats is what happens. Anyway. It's it's creepy, um, and then so and they make weird sounds. So what's really funny is like is like the alien infected people like go up to her and they're like it's like they get real close to her. They get real close to her at first, and like they make their weird sounds in her ear, like like they're messing with her. I swear to you, the thing about this movie is I think the aliens are just effing with her the entire <laughs> like, the, like the first part of the movie. I don't know why, but it's like. Um, don't piss off aliens, I guess. I don't know. So she goes home to prepare for the invasion because now she knows that the aliens are more than just at her house last night. She knows that there's they body snatched some humans and everybody hates her anyway, so no one's going to come and save her, so she better save herself. Classic setup for a defense against alien scene, right? So does she defend herself? Aha, so does she defend she herself? Found the See, secret, now you're interested like, in this movie. Now you're interested. I'm not actually interested. I'm just pretending for you. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I am interested <laughs> if they like she douses them with water or something. Is it like gremlins? Oh, okay. Uh, no. So it's it like is it like what? Gremlins? No, not like gremlins. Although that's a good thought. So what else do you do? So now you you're in a situation where the police are no help. You can't escape. You know they're coming back for you. What are you going to do? You fortify your house. 
So her door is because uh, it's an alien. <laughs> yes, her. I, I mean, I'm trying. I'm, I'm mixing up some of the scenes in my head, but I think at this point her door had been damaged because the initial invasion uh, maybe had a. Um, I think they 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 knocked the door open at one of these points. They knocked. I don't remember when when this happens exactly, but so she 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 puts up like she puts some stuff in front of her door. She she like puts up nails up uh like a sheet or something there too to cover it up and um she um uh basically just kind of she sets some water on her stove to boil. See, there you uh, go. But what <clears throat> I don't does she get a knife? I'm not even sure if she grabs a knife though. Oh wait, she has a box cutter. She has a box cutter at one point. Uh, you know, like one of those things. I think. Why her? Why are they going after her? Oh well, you'll you. I mean, you, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I will spoil the entire movie in this podcast, people. It's fine because I'm never going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but listen, listen. But I think there's some there's there's important. If aliens invade, we need to be prepared, Chrissy. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. And this okay. movie gives us some valuable tips of what to do and what not to do. Boil Number one, what not to do. Better. What? Boil some water and get a box cutter. <laughs> no, no. She starts preparing like Home Alone style around her house a little bit. <clears throat> you know, get some. Beach is what you said. Tack what? a sheet in front of the door. <laughs> no, that was her just trying to block like access a little bit. But the moment she does, <laughs> she does this. The aliens like show up and uh, and they, like they use her telekinesis to like to like knock out the nails. <laughs> it's really and then like bust open into her house uh, and they uh, they they try to go after her. Um, so she fortifies her house. She tries to anyway, but then there's like, like the aliens have some kind of tractor beam thing that keeps trying to come in through the window, like light that comes in the window and keeps trying to get her. Um, and it grabs the corpse of the alien that was in her house. And, uh, another little, a uh, little, little interesting, um, thing she noticed is there was like a, a stream of like goo that came out of the alien's dead mouth and like went outside into the yard. That, you remember that there's like some kind of thing left left the alien's body. Anyway, the 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 mothership left the body. Yeah, something left the body. So it, the aliens come, they pick up the body, and I guess at that point maybe they're mad. I don't know. It's hard to tell. These these aliens in this movie are like a religious cult or something, is what it seems like. But you never you never really understand the motivation of the aliens, which I guess kind of makes sense. But it's definitely not like uh, we're coming here to invade for resources. You have no idea why they're here. That's what's part of the scary part. So they come in, and then she has a, a real, like, multiple aliens. She has a fight of multiple aliens. They come into her house and, like, chase her around. Uh, uh, she, she like, throws – one of them is, like, a full-size one, and one of them is, like, a little tiny guy, like a little – like, a size of a dog, but has big claws, and that chases her around. Sizes? Yeah, they come in different sizes, crazy. So there's a little one she tosses. She uses she 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 tries to lure them around her house. So this is a good technique. If you can control the entryway that the aliens are going to come in, which I think she was trying to do, uh, but which is hard when you have aliens and come from anywhere. But if you can control it, just like with any other tactical situation here, you can create a kill box. And and I think she was she was trying to cap, get them into the kitchen at one point because she had this boiling water on the stove, and then she used the boiling water threw it out on the on the alien. But unfortunately for her, the alien's skin apparently is highly resistant to boiling water because it didn't die. <laughs> or like and, she like pre-boiled some water, like yes. she's sitting there going, you know, what could I do to possibly injure an alien? I mm -hmm. know, we'll like get ready for some pasta, and we'll yeah. see if that works. Yeah, maybe she had watched the signs recently or something and remembered the water killed aliens in that. Uh-oh, spoiler. 
<laughs> but uh, <coughs> I don't know. But no, that's a good idea, right? Hot water, boiling water hurts things on Earth. Apparently, it doesn't really do anything to the skin of these aliens except make them mad. Uh, and but she eventually doesn't pale it with like a broken mop handle. It's a weird scene, and the aliens make these weird signs with their hands. I think they're trying to be the, they're like a religious cult, and they're making like hand signs or something. But of course, you don't understand it because you're not an alien. Um, so it, it, the little one chases her, and then there's like another like larger bipedal one that kind of chases her around a little bit slowly. And uh, uh, I know that happens. Let's see what else she do. She goes. Uh, oh, she goes out outside, and there's, like, this giant alien outside. Like, another, it looks like... Like a different form of Yeah, alien. there's at least... Another, there's at least... That's very weird. There's at least three different there's kinds of aliens. Um, and they're all different shapes and sizes. Yeah, that part doesn't make sense. It's kind of, Well, I mean, maybe it does. It's kind of like, you know, dogs. There's lots of breeds of dogs. They come in different sizes, but they're all, like, identifiable as dogs. These all look like they're the same, similar species. Like, they have similar facial structures and heads, but they're and skin color and stuff but then they're radically different sizes and they're like their appendages are different like long like this one's a giant spider guy it's like eight feet tall or ten feet tall or whatever with the, on his legs chases her around for some reason this is what i don't understand because later in the movie you learn kind of what they're really doing and i don't understand what they're doing in this movie chasing around i thought they were just mad at her but they, they right. chase her around so anyway then, she... then what happens because okay. now i'm <clears throat> I'm getting lost in the weeds here. So she, <laughs> well, she got attacked around by a bunch of aliens, random aliens that don't look the same, but they look like they almost could be saved. Okay. So then what happens? Okay. <clears throat> so she, she escaped from the little one outside. The big one comes after her. <clears throat> she, it chases her it, like around her on top of her, on her, it's on a roof and stuff. It, okay. it, it chases her into her Subaru. Like she, she dives into the Subaru. So it gets trapped in there and she sets the Subaru on fire. Because it, it accidentally damages the fuel tank. Right, so, it's, so she's fighting aliens. She kills that thing. So she kills that one. Yeah, yeah. She kills that okay, one. That <clears throat> she I think she goes back inside or she goes in, she goes into like her basement and then like the bi and the bipedal one. You you're still beeping. <laughs> I hit I hit anyway, the thing. I did must have done it wrong. Or anyway. <clears throat> she goes into her basement and this is where like I'm not sure this was a smart move because you, I guess she needs to go somewhere because the aliens have tractor beams and you need to avoid being outside. But the the alien like comes down and just saunters into her basement while she's hiding and they they play a game of hide and seek. It's actually the creepiest part of the movie uh, because it is the I think the scariest aliens are those creepy ones that look like look like the traditional ones from Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, so it comes down and they play a little game of hide and seek. She like has i think she has a she has a knife at that point or as a weapon and there's a scene where she's kind of hiding under a table or something and the and something falls down behind her like the mannequin falls down and then the camera angle switches back and you see the alien squatting down directly behind her looking at her <laughs> creepy okay. and then uh, they face off and she tries to like defend herself but the alien just uses telekinesis to disarm her and and then like she can't really do anything about it and then she has a a the thing that's going on throughout this whole thing is you're getting some flashbacks to something that happened when she was a kid like some years earlier where there's something happening something bad happened and it's something to do with her friend and she had a picture of her friend with her and so the alien looks at the grabs a picture of her friend from her and kind of stares at it and it distracts him long enough for her to let, to escape out the basement so another thing apparently that helps you survive an alien invasion is have some kind of traumatic backstory that the aliens are fascinated by 
because 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 that helps yeah i know well i don't know what to tell you man um anyway they they i I may be mixing up the actual order of all this stuff but she does end up uh, she fends them off um and then she ends up getting back in her house and then she finally gets gets caught by a tractor beam the alien that was there was the alien was walking around there's a scene where it like she tries to sneak up on it and like throws her through a wall, which would have killed a normal person. <laughs> but somehow she goes through a wall. But so it's it's cool. There's a whole bunch of these scenes where she's dealing with these aliens in different scenarios. And what I think is weird about it is they're they're obviously just messing with her because they're they're like their telekinesis is so strong it can throw like a hundred pound woman through a wall. Like through like not even not a cheap wall. This is an old house. Like just Straight through. If you get thrown through a wall, you would be injured, at least. But anyway, she gets back up. So the the aliens eventually catch her on a tractor beam, and this is the um, possibly the scariest thing in the entire movie, Chrissy. The creepy alien just walks slowly underneath her. It, it, first, the tractor beam messes with her, puts her up and down. Then it raises her up to the ceiling. She can't move. She's looking down. The alien comes up directly underneath of her, then floats up towards her face-to-face, really close, Opens its mouth and this big, creepy, like parasite thing floats out of it. The alien's mouth into her mouth. That sounds. You, why can't? Why are you getting so many notifications when I'm trying to talk about this movie? I have do not disturb on. I don't know if I did it wrong or something. Apparently, oh man. One anyway, hour. It's not working. She. <laughs> I just clicked it twice. <laughs> so Chrissy. What, what do we, she gets a parasite in her and oh okay so the creepy alien gives her a parasite and then i don't okay so then like is she dead yet like what is happening? no 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 it gets weirder it gets weirder and now we're going like i think outside the bounds of of a normal like uh uh, uh alien invasion movie because now it's like the body snatchers so it turns out the aliens either are or have this weird parasite in them it's not clear that if the parasite's controlling them or whatever but they have this parasite that they're infecting people with and when you get infected with this you kind of have this hallucination of of like a happy place and so her hallucination is seeing her friend who is dead you know this by this point and you know that this hallucination uh is is uh uh uh, of her of her dead friend and this she realizes it's not really it's not real and so she like in her hallucination grabs puts her mat her hand down her throat and like grabs a thing and throws it out and then the 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 parasite and then uh she is finds herself outside like she's basically when this happens you don't have any control of your body anymore the aliens do and she finds herself outside and she tries to kill the parasite but can't and then the parasite gets hit with light from the spaceship that's chasing her and turns into a doppelganger of her what (laughs) yes so then she goes into the woods the doppelganger finds her and stabs her in the gut this is why i don't watch these movies they make (laughs) so listen okay okay all right then what happens so okay where's the resolution so now it's we're almost there we're almost at the resolution because this is what i'm saying the movie is now no longer that helpful i think in learning how to deal with an alien invasion because it's getting too specific about weird trauma stuff 
<clears throat> so her doppelganger chases her down and stabs her in the stomach or something, and somehow she's not dead. But then she kills her doppelganger by using the the box cutter something she had and hitting it in her in her, in her um, throat. And then the doppelganger dies in her arms. So it's like witnessing yourself dying in your own arms. That's creepy. I, you know, I don't know. And that's it. That's by the way, that's it for the doppelganger. I have no idea what that was about. That's never anywhere else in the movie. Makes no sense. She keeps running away. She encounters another one of those giant aliens that makes weird sounds. And then the flying saucer finally gets her. And now so, is she just dead in the movie? No, goes. she's not dead. She gets taken into the flying saucer and the aliens. Frustrating. Yes, go what? ahead. Now well, no, the movie is frustrating because <clears throat> she gets taken into the spaceship and the aliens are, are going to, like, probe her or something. They all they all use their, their telekinetic or their psychic powers, whatever. They touch her head or whatever, and they, they learn what's going on. So then you finally learn all the whole backstory. So it turns out that this whole thing, this whole trauma, whatever, this whole fascination with her friend, writing letters to her, her, her isolation from the town is because, like, some years earlier when she was, like, 11 or 12 or whatever, she had some – oh, my God <laughs> – I literally am looking at the checkbox. I would take a screenshot of it says it's for one hour. I'm staring. I've checked it three times. For some uh, this episode is not going to get any watch time. It's going to be it's, annoying people. You know what? It's not even, it's not my computer. My phone is ringing and it keeps dinging my computer. I don't understand. I, no, uh, anyway, right at the climax here little checkbox that says do not serve for one hour but clearly i did something wrong <clears throat> you probably have them not synchronized anyway so well, she 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 goes up on the spaceship and they all cyclically link with her and you learn her whole backstory she was like 12 or something she got into some fight with her friend it's not described and her friend pushes her on the ground and then bryn as a 12 year old picks up a rock when she's on the ground and then gets up and hits her friend in the head killing her friend and her friends her friend was a daughter of the police chief and his wife that's why they hate her and the whole what is that why the police doesn't like her yes exactly and the whole town hates her because she's a murderer and her mom had died at some point too and that's why she doesn't she lives alone they left left the house for her and this this revelation um, now back to like the movie, le more less than the uh, how to survive uh, alien invasion. <clears throat> this is where the movie totally loses me because I uh, do not care about a murderer. Um, I'm sorry, like 11, 12 years old, you know not to hit somebody in the head with a rock. I, I just it's supposed to be considered like read as an, a tragic accident. But anyway, the she she in her mind or in this like psychic thing after the aliens see this, there's a scene with her sitting at like a table with her younger self. And she kind of like reaches out and like her younger self starting, I think, writing letters, starts writing the letters to her friend who's dead. Anyway, she kind of like forgives her younger self in this scene. And the aliens see all this, I guess. And then they have like <laughs> they have like a little discussion with each other <laughs> and with some kind of amorphous entity in the ceiling of the ship. All this makes no sense. The aliens are making weird sounds. The ship is responding with weird sounds. They kind of look at each other and like, uh, OK, and then they just drop her on the ground. They just drop her out of the ship back on the ground. She's bleeding and everything. She probably has internal injuries. They just drop her onto the road again, and then and then it and then it and, and she just sits there. And there's like lights, and then she just, it cuts to the to the then like the future, and the fine and it wraps up. And I'll tell you how it wraps up. But they just drop her out of the freaking spaceship. Okay, Lovely. okay, <clears throat> and then you find out 
that and then it then it goes to a scene similar to the beginning scene where she's getting ready to go out into town but now she's all happy and stuff and she goes into town and all of her neighbors are happy to see her but all of her neighbors have been infected with a parasite so they're all aliens she goes in the middle of town and there's like a dance number and ever and she's just and the whole town is basically like her like her uh, models were on her on her table in her living room everything is just as happy uh like fictional <laughs> kind of kind of tower everybody loves her now and and you overhead all these flying saucers are flying around so it turns out that the invasion <clears throat> the first night was like a prelude and then the the real invasion that night when she was fighting off all the aliens was happening everywhere at least everywhere in this town we don't know how far it went so it looks like everyone has been invaded and taken over by these alien parasites except for her and and the the reason why is apparently because the aliens th- thought that her weird trauma about killing her friend was I, I i don't know it made them not want to put a parasite in her and it, <laughs> and i'm not even kidding and it's it's the dumbest ending to one of these movies i think i've ever seen in my life uh it makes li- literally no sense i i listened to explanations from like the like the director or something and it's i think it's supposed to be like the aliens have no concept of grief or or something and they don't care when people die and i think something like that. And i'm like but if they don't care about their alien brethren being killed why do they go after and mess with her in her own house like the whole movie makes no sense to me because for half the movie it's like the aliens are trying to mess with her head and then also kill her sometimes other times capture her then they put a parasite in her and then they make a doppelganger and then they they let her go because she was a murderer of her friend when she was 12. I don't understand it. Like the plot makes no sense, but the beginning where she's fighting off the aliens. My point is that's where we have some actual useful tips for surviving an alien invasion. As I said, have a weapon. Get okay. Some water. <laughs> have a weapon home, uh, you know, like a uh, home alone, your house. If you know, they're coming, try to create a kill box, you know, so you can lure them into a location, you know, uh, and what, what else we have? We have uh, of, of course, before you even do any of that, that's a last resort. You want to try to go to the police, go to the military, and get the heck out of town if you can. But if all that fails, you have to fight them off. You know, make sure you you have a weapon, and most importantly, we learned from this movie, have a traumatic backstory, because the aliens will not will not take you if you have a traumatic backstory. So just go back in time, have some trauma. And then the aliens will let you go for some reason, and you'll live happily ever after in a completely uh, alien uh, overtaken world. So, Beautiful. yeah, but I, you know, it's a, <coughs> I just, the movie has just been on my mind because of the juxtaposition of there's some cool scenes in there, but as I, as I just, I just kind of explained, it's so ludicrous. Like it, it takes a concept that could be so scary and so um and so entertaining because I've seen other movies that are like alien invasion movies that are really scary, but this one just becomes more and more ludicrous and goofy. The aliens are kind of goofy, like less than scary. Like the big spider one just kind of falls off the roof at one point. Like it just falls down. Like why? And and you and the motivation of all the things happening in the movie doesn't make any sense. You know, like, why are the aliens trying to attack her one moment and then capture her another moment? What is with the parasite thing? Who's in charge of what? Like, why are they doing this at all? No explanation is ever given. Well. And the telekinesis is a cheat. Telekinesis is a cheat. 
okay? If we have to fight them one-to-one, I think we could, we had the upper hand. They didn't look like they were that strong. But if you have, like, super strong, like, X-Men telekinesis, that's not fair. That's not fair. How are you going to fight telekinesis? It's not even a real thing. I. Yeah. <laughs> it's like magic. It is a mystery. I mean, it, it's dumb. It's dumb. Telekinesis is dumb. You can't have telekinesis is not real. Anyway, um... So, the, the, but that's why I said the movie's less about the alien invasion. The alien invasion happens, but it's really the, what the movie wants to be about is her trauma or getting over her trauma. And then this weird thing with the aliens is kind of like, I don't know, makes you want to watch the movie. It's, I'm tired of movies that are about quote unquote trauma. Okay. I'm tired of it. Like, just make a movie about an alien invasion and make it entertaining. Do not put these weird like psychobabble stuff in your film. That's what I'm saying. That's what I did not like about it. But I, I really like the alien invasion parts where they're hunting her down her house because, because it's just, it just, F, they're just messing with her, man. They're just messing with her. And, uh, and, and I, and, and I thought that was fun. And if you were nerdy like me, Chrissy, you would have already thought about how to defend against an alien invasion many times. So, um, it's always nice to see how, how a creator who made like a whole movie might think about it. Because the movie's actually fairly logical. Fairly logical. <clears throat> I mean, a normal a normal person would have spoken up a few times in the beginning of the movie and be like, hey, man, there's an alien here. <laughs> I mean, something, something, something invaded my house. There's a body in my living room. Here's a piece of it. That's, what, that's the first thing I thought to do was just like, t- I was like, Bryn, go get a knife. Take a piece of this thing with you to the police station. They, they can hate you all you want, but if you bring them like some bleeding piece of an alien or something it's gonna they're gonna come back to your house to like wonder what the hell is up like you know what i mean so uh there were some definitely things that, that could have been done differently if in jenkintown what would you do chrissy if if in jenkintown aliens evade you like you're at home like Bryn is and some alien comes in your house what would you do to defend yourself well i would um get my box cutter apparently and my boiling water and tack some sheets up. That's very important. <laughs> with sheets. That seems that doesn't seem like that would help much, does it? That was just to cover the door. It's it's like a it's like uh trying to make it hard to see where you are. So you're staying away from the windows and you know, so you want to cover up everything so they can't easily see you. That's that's a that's a good oh. tactic. Just visually. Because, of course, the aliens the aliens may not have any scanners or something. But they have telekinesis. Can't they just sit where you are? See, the, you're right. The telekinesis thing just makes the whole thing stupid because it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. It's not fair. You have telekinesis. That's what I mean. So the the aliens the whole time have 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 the completely dominant upper hand. It's an illusion that she hasn't changed. The, the only way that she ends up killing any of these things is because they're dumb. I guess the little guy, maybe he doesn't have that. That thing didn't have telekinesis. I don't know. It had claws that it had claws. that could cut through a door like it was butter. Like, it, and it's like weird, man. Yeah, it is weird. Not, not all this is weird. And, but the telekinetic aliens, it's like, they don't have any fear of you. Like you, you can't even get near them. They can, they can, they're, it's strong enough for them to throw a human being through a wall pick you up off the ground and like move you across a room with no apparent effort, grab things from your hand. So you, you can't hold on to them like with enough, enough force to grab anything out of your hand. And then they also have tractor beams. that can hold you still like, it's just totally overwhelming uh, force. 
But uh, I was saying, like, if the the initial fight though, just like the the like just trying to get away from the one alien or just fighting off a couple aliens in your house. I mean, I I think that uh, if if we assume they're not telekinetic, I think we have a chance. And uh, but I I do think we need to be a little bit prepared. So I propose, Chrissy, that in order to prepare for this inevitable or potential outcome of aliens evading, we should probably uh, have some anti-alien weapons readily available in, in our bedrooms. Oh. So you're probably gonna want to you're probably gonna want a pot of boiling water <laughs> next to your bed and a hot plate every night. Hot plate in there. Uh, no, but I mean it's um. It's uh, it's not a bad movie. I give it a, I give it a solid B. If you're doing like a like ra- a ratings like that, uh, it kind of loses me at the end. And honestly, I couldn't care less about what happened to the character, uh, because I f- I think she's evil. She's a murderer. Like I'm I'm sorry, but it, it's not excusable. It's not an accident to hit somebody in the head with a rock. That's not an accident, especially when you're like twelve. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's like, you, I'm angry, so I pick up a rock. I've never in my life thought I'm going to pick up a rock and hit somebody in the head with a rock. And I'm mad. Like, it's just weird. That's a weird thing to do. Uh, so I don't like that about, I didn't like her. And then at the end, she's just living his happy life and everybody else is some kind of zombified alien puppet. That's not a good ending. That's a terrible ending. Why does she get to be happy? She's a murderer. There's a reason everybody hates her in that town. By the end of the movie, I was with the town. I was siding with them. I was like, yeah, she's awful. <laughs> like, she should leave. Why did she not leave? Sell the house and leave. Uh, I don't understand it. Um, you know, and it, it, there's almost no dialogue, Chrissy, in the whole movie. Except for the aliens going. Fun alien so, raging. Are you, you going to watch it with me again? You want to watch it? No. Nope. Mm-mm. Even after I've explained it, so nothing will be a surprise. You made it way worse. <laughs> okay, 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 fine. Well, I just wanted to talk about. It. I'm sure no one will even listen to this episode or watch it. But I just, I just, I, I wanted to talk about the uh, this movie. Maybe now I can stop talking to you about it. <laughs> you can just refer back to the podcast next time you want to talk about the movie. Yeah, okay. Um, so we might as well, uh, I guess we could wrap things up. Is there, <clears throat> is there anything else that uh, uh, we, should, uh, we should mention on this episode? I don't, I, don't, I don't have any pressing news, Steve. No pressing news? Okay. No pressing okay. news. Well, <clears throat> then I guess I'll just do uh, the wrap-up. Wrap it up. Okay. So if you would like to uh, follow us on the interwebs, you can do so on YouTube at Jenkintown Arts Garage, on Instagram at Jenkintown Arts Garage, and on Facebook at Jenkintown Arts Garage. If you're watching this in video format, uh, like on YouTube, please consider subscribing and uh, ringing that bell so you get notified when we have new episodes. And because the algorithm really does uh, look for signals like um, subscribing and liking. So... Uh, feel free, share it around. We uh, would love to get some new people viewing our weird show. Uh, you can also get a link links to all the places you can listen to us at jagcast.show. You can go to our main website, jagtownartsgarage.com. And if you want to help us out monetarily, jagtownartsgarage.com slash coffee, where you can buy us a coffee, keep Chrissy caffeinated, and help us pay our bills. It's always important. Keep Indeed. Chrissy caffeinated. 
<laughs> we should make t-shirts we should make t-shirts with like like an alien on it a, and then you're like really caffeinated or maybe you're you, you're you're drinking coffee some kind of combination of you being caffeinated fighting off an alien invasion i think that'd be cool i think we, we got to get some better merch we gotta get some merch for our our team our tens of fans <laughs> all right well i'm not so into aliens but you know that's okay if you want me it can be a a goal for next year's halloween season is to have some i don't know what you're getting at caffeinated alien merch yes <laughs> caffeinated alien merch <laughs> and with and with that i think we'll call it a show all right see ya steve see ya we'll learn it's great.